Ladies and gentlemen, after three years of talking about this movie, Batman v Superman is here. It's out. Let's talk about it. Hello and welcome to the Bargain Bin Movie Podcast, where sometimes I talk about an old movie, sometimes I talk about a new movie. This week, Batman v Superman. Oh my goodness, this movie has been talked to death for the last three years, uh, as far as news goes, right? The the week or two going up to this movie, I was like, stop, everybody just stop talking about it, this is ridiculous. But now it's out, and we can actually talk about it in full, we can talk about everything that happened, everything that we liked, everything that we didn't. So first... I'm going to go ahead and give my general thoughts, uh, no spoilers, and I will let you know when I get to the spoilers. All right, so first up, the acting. Uh, Henry Cavill is a great Superman. He looks the part. He sounds the part. uh, He gives off that sort of like good guy, uh, all-American, you know, vibe, uh, which he started out in Man of Steel. I thought he was awesome in Man of Steel. Apparently, a lot of people don't like Man of Steel. It was a sort of mixed uh, reaction to it, but I really liked it. Definitely better than, um, well, yeah, definitely better than the the older versions. And so Henry Cavill, again, really brings it in this movie. Uh, Batman? Oh, my goodness. Batfleck. (laughs) He's so good. Um, When I first saw the Arkham games, I thought, wouldn't it be awesome to see this huge, powerful, super, powerful Batman on screen, like just punching dudes, and you know they they fly across the room. Dudes like six four, three hundred pounds, all muscle, and that's what we got in this movie, and I loved it. Even him as uh, as Bruce Wayne, like. Um, they didn't have a lot where he had to like put on an act and be all suave. They had a, a couple of moments like that, but I thought he pulled off the the anger and and the rage and the 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 cruelty. All of that was perfect for an old Batman who's seen some stuff. And uh, I thought that um, Ben Affleck pulled that off amazing. Congratulations, Ben Affleck. You've gotten your dream of being Batman, and you were awesome. Now, Wonder Woman, I'm not sure if she's supposed to be James Bond levels of emotionless, but that's kind of how she came off. Her her delivery was very, like, monotone most of the time. There were a couple of lines where it was like, okay, you know, this is, <laughs> this is Wonder Woman, and... This is somebody that uh, really knows who she's, what she's doing, and you know, and she actually was pretty good. But most of the time, it, she was just a robot. Like it was just reading lines, and I don't know. Like I've heard Gal Gadot. By the way, we've been talking about Gal Gadot for three years. Nobody can agree on how her name is said. It's not Gal Gadot. It's not Gal Gadot. It's Gal Gadot, okay. Um, maybe I'll I'll put in the audio of a bunch of people saying her name right here. 
We're here with uh, Gal Gadot. Uh, here's Gal. Hello, my name is Gal Gadot. I'm obviously Israeli. Gal Gadot. Gadot. Gal Gadot. So who's Gal Gadot? Gal Gadot. 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 Thanks to Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. 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 Gal. Gal Gadot. 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 Okay, so that's how you say her name. Um, <laughs> she, in the, like, this is, this is the same thing that other people have been saying, that in the action, she's awesome. She does great in all of the action scenes but her um acting outside of those scenes is is just not very good um i'm a little bit worried about her solo film uh you know it's it's gonna be hard to sort of carry her through that movie to um really for her to lead a movie she needs to be a good actress and she's just not very good so, uh, you know, fingers crossed with that. Okay, and then the story. How do they get Batman and, and Batman and Superman to fight? <sighs> I thought that they were going to just have Batman pick a fight, and that would have been awesome. But that's not all they do. Um, this might be putting going into spoiler territory, so I'm just going to go ahead and say that the way that they got Batman and Superman to fight was a bit contrived. Uh, it, the ex- that extra puzzle piece was not necessary. Really, all you needed was, hey, Batman has a beef with this guy. He tore up Metropolis. It's kind of his fault, even though I disagree with that. I don't really think it's his fault. But Batman thinks it's his fault. Batman thinks that Superman is a threat. Batman goes to pick a fight to take Superman out. That's all they needed, but they added more. Okay, spoilers from here on out. Go ahead, pause, come back if you haven't seen it, or if you don't plan on seeing it, that's fine. Proceed. Okay, this Batman... Now, uh, in the Christopher Nolan um, Batman movies, uh, it wasn't carried solely by Batman, by uh, Christian Bale, uh, and his performance and his character. It was a lot of, uh, you know, like, uh, like political thriller type of stuff and a lot of uh, focus on the villains. And so comparing the two Batmen are, it's a little bit unfair uh, because Nolan just makes completely different movies from what Batman v Superman is. But as a character... I really liked, I actually liked Batfleck better than Christian Bale's Batman. Like, it's, like I said before, he's the Arkham version of Batman. This big hulking monster of a Batman. And it's amazing. Um, they, I was worried like halfway through the movie that they had cut out the part of the, in the trailer where he's just uh, punching out criminals. But luckily, they kept it in. And it was amazing. Okay, and I like how uh, they explain how Lex goes bald. He just goes to jail. Like, there's no uh, Superboy comes in. Uh, like, in the comics, Superman, uh, Superboy comes in and, like, saves Lex Luthor because his lab is on fire by blowing out the fire with his super breath. And, you know, the chemicals get on Lex Luthor. 
and his hair falls out. No, that's dumb. That's That belongs in the old comic books. This explanation of him just going to jail, having his head shaved, that's perfect. Like, what else do you need? Oh, and uh, the beginning of the movie was really good, um, as people have been saying, but it kind of gets overshadowed by the end. By the time you get to the fight, you're kind of like, well, you've switched. You've said, ah, this is, this is not so good anymore. Okay, why does why does Batman kill people? Like, it's it's kind of a hero's thing, right, where he doesn't kill people. That's what uh, separates him from uh, the bad guys, and that's what separates him from even, like, anti-heroes. Batman, come on, Batman's not an anti-hero, is he? Oh, no. <laughs> Maybe he is. Uh, but Batman should not kill people in my, in my opinion, not just like, okay, Superman was backed into a corner. He was, uh, you know, inexperienced in Man of Steel. So that's why he killed Zod. But Batman literally has like machine guns on his vehicles that he shoots people with. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm a little bit torn on Batman killing people. I know he's uh um you know an old Batman and he's like just forget it. I'm a criminal. I'm gonna kill people. Um, but it's it does it just doesn't sit well with me. Okay, and then I'm gonna explain uh the the whole what I said before about uh the impetus for um the fight. It didn't. It, it we didn't need Lex Luthor to 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 set up this fight. Lex Luthor goes and he um, kidnaps Martha Kent. Ma Kent, Batman's adopt. Or Batman, jeez, Superman's adopted uh, mother. Why didn't he have to go and kidnap her? He kidnapped her in order to get Superman to actually fight Batman. Right? Um, if Maybe if he hadn't done that, Superman wouldn't have actively uh, fought Batman. But I'm pretty sure if Batman had, say, uh, gotten him to that roof and then, you know, tried to pick a fight, Bat uh, Superman's like, yeah, I'm not fighting you. And then Batman hits him with a, with a kryptonite grenade. He had kryptonite grenades. He could have done that. And then they wouldn't have needed... Uh, story-wise, they wouldn't have needed uh, Ma Kent to be in danger in order for Superman to fight Batman. He would have just done it because Batman, like, really would have uh, dealt a blow to Superman. And Superman would have gotten angry. It would have been fine. Like, I don't understand why we needed that. Okay, now, people are going to say, if, uh, now, we needed Doomsday. We needed Doomsday to bring them all together. <sighs> but did we really, did we really need Doomsday? Lex Luthor could have been just acting uh, separately from Batman. Batman picks a fight, throws the hand, throws the kryptonite grenade in Batman, uh, Superman's face, and Superman is ticked off and he fights Batman. And then Lex Luthor is just, he's doing his own thing already, even though, you know, he set up uh, Batman being very angry at Superman, he he stoked the fire, that's fine, sure, whatever, but he could have just been uh, making Doomsday on his own, um, and 
th- just throwing that pawn into it, right? It still would have been kind of tacked on, but the the whole Ma Kent is in trouble, therefore Superman has to um, bring Batman's head to Lex Luthor, otherwise Lex is going to kill his mom. It just seemed really, really contrived. I'm not, yeah. And why did Batman stop? Batman had Superman. Superman was down. He had he had taken two kryptonite gas grenades to the face. He was dying. Batman had his boot on his throat. He had a kryptonite spear in his hand. And he was going to kill Superman. And Superman goes, he, something like, you gotta save Martha. You gotta save Martha. And he's like, and then Batman has his whole flashback back to his uh, parents' death. Because apparently Batman and Superman both have a mother whose first name is Martha. Coincidence? It's really dumb coincidence. And Batman's like, why did you say Martha? Why did you say Martha? And... Superman's like, let's just, just gotta sit, get your hand off my throat. And <laughs> and uh, Lois Lane shows up because she just shows up in places. And he's like, and she's like, that's his mom, and she's in trouble, and blah blah blah. And Batman is just like having a panic attack or something, and he like stumbles off, stumbles back, and he doesn't kill Superman. And he's like, well, okay, now we gotta save uh, Martha Kent. And he goes and he saves Martha, and. And he immediately, when he, after he saves her, he immediately goes, oh, I'm a friend of your son's. Are you really? Really? You just almost killed him. You were not his friend just because you both have mothers whose name is, are, they're both Martha. That doesn't make you his friend. And why didn't you just kill him? Because you thought that he was a threat. To the human race. Why? Why does having a mother who's in trouble change that? Like, everybody has a mom. Lex Luthor has a mom. He's a horrible person. If you think that someone's a threat, the fact that they have a mom doesn't make any difference. Even if that mom is in trouble. Like, you would think that, you know, Batman would be like, okay, well, you're still gonna die. And he kills him. And then he goes and saves Martha because Martha is a human being and Superman is an alien threat. (sighs) Maybe it humanized Superman for Batman. Maybe. But that is just ridiculous. Okay, smaller little quibbles. Uh, Why was Superman just randomly in the ice, like, pulling out a giant, uh, like ocean liner he was pulling the titanic out of the ice i don't understand that was he working out why why there are so many dream sequences okay why are there so many dream sequences batman has like a bad like three bad dreams maybe two um superman uh no he has he has a dream in batman has a dream in the beginning uh, about his parents' death and him falling down a well and like flying with bats, um, and then he has he visits um his parents' grave in another one and uh, like a bat monster comes out of the thing 
out of the the grave and then um he has that dream about uh superman is like a nazi superman he has all these like superman soldiers and there's the parademons and you know he saw it in the trailer it's a desert thing and like why are there so many dream sequences this is ridiculous like this movie is so long why does it need dream sequences why does it need that many okay and then just quick question was that the flash uh that that was giving him that dream in the um the the whole dystopian future dream was that him going oh i'm too early and uh you got to save this blobity you got to put together the justice league and whatever cuz it looked it looks kind of like the guy in um in the the wheelchair i think his his uh, the actor's name is Scoot McNeary um i may be wrong but um it looked more like him and I know Ezra Miller is supposed to be playing the flash and like we saw the flash. So, I mean, you know what he looks like. Um, so yeah, if any of you guys uh, know, um, just, just let me know, uh, on, on Twitter or something. Okay. And finally, the last 20 minutes of this movie was a complete waste. Everyone knows that Superman cannot die. And even if he does, he doesn't. He doesn't die. <laughs> oh, it's just like it, it made it made me really angry. I don't know why I don't know why they had that all that morning. I just wanted to like shake Lois Lane and go up to the mom and go, Your son isn't dead. Don't you know how this works? He can't die. <laughs> don't you know there's gonna be more movies come on okay now that i've gotten all the negatives out um <laughs> this movie set up the universe really well um a lot of movies have uh suffered from trying to launch a franchise without making a good movie um not sure they made the best movie that they could have but it was still it was still pretty good the fight scenes were awesome uh, like I said, the impetus was not good, but the fight scenes were awesome. The characters, uh, the, the, the main characters that really mattered were really good. Um, Wonder Woman was passable. Uh, Lex Luthor was, uh, not Lex Luthor. He was, uh, an insane man, uh, more akin to the Riddler or the Joker. Uh, but that's, that's fine. Whatever. Um, but it set up the universe really well. It it, it didn't um it didn't suffer from uh you know too many characters like uh Spider Man three uh, or you know trying to set up the universe too hard in uh, Amazing Spider Man two. But the the way that they they the way that they weaved it into the story where uh, Batman is trying to get information off of Lex Luthor and you know they they show it on the computer where he's seeing it and then wonder woman's seeing uh the the heroes that they already have uh in this universe you know cyborg is there flash is there uh and aquaman is there and of course we have wonder woman superman batman we had all of the justice league make cameos that way just in that little that scene where you know, Wonder Woman opens up all those folders and sees all the videos of the different metahumans who exist in this universe. And it was, it was very organic. Like, uh, again, the editing is, like, 
weird. Uh, just like the the whole um, Superman just randomly working out with the pulling the Titanic across the ice. It was, but it was set up earlier in the movie where Batman is, you know, doing reconnaissance and he just stumbles across this. So I really like that. And I am excited for the future of the DC universe. Flash is actually, oh, that could be really good. Um, and Cyborg looked awesome. And he's like, uh, the actor is like classically, does that count as classically trained? He's a, he's a stage actor on Broadway, so he's good. And who is the other one? Aquaman. Well, I mean, Aquaman just has to be awesome. You know, he just to be big and buff and, and intimidating and, you know, have a, like a cool accent or something. So, I mean, that's going to be fine. So, yeah, really excited about the, the future of the DC universe. Um, people are saying that Zack Snyder shouldn't direct uh, Justice League, and I kind of agree. Because do you really want a guy who's consistently getting mixed reviews to to sort of to direct your biggest movie? I don't I don't really think so. Like I really I really enjoy his visual style, but I just I just don't think maybe if he got some help, maybe if he got a, a, a second you know director, if he got a partner, but I don't know that with with directing you have to you have to be so in sync if you're gonna have a partner like directing partners are like best friends from like grade school or their siblings you know the the ones that that are directors and they have multiple directors on the same movie that's how it works so i don't know i i just maybe we just need a new director um yeah i'm sorry snyder (laughs) you you did good you tried, but uh, I think we might need another guy in for Justice League because this is going to be big. It's going to be huge, and it's going to be important. Well, <laughs> as important as a big temple movie can be. It's still a movie, but uh, I think for the, D- uh, the future of the DC Universe, it could be really crucial. All right, I think that's about it. Um, ah, I was really negative on this movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I feel like maybe just between my two um my two ratings. Okay, I think I've settled on the name. Either you buy it or back in the bin. Something like that. So between those two things, definitely buy because this is gonna be a crucial puzzle piece and it's worth it just for Batman alone, really. Um so it's definitely worth watching. But um, I don't know between like taking a Rotten Tomatoes type of score where it's one out of five. It Yeah, it would be really hard to get it to a three. I feel like a three is kind of pushing it. But I want people to see it. And I, th- and I feel like if I, were on the, uh, if I were on Rotten Tomatoes, I would give it a three because it needs to be it needs to have a higher score. Probably why I'll never be on Rotten Tomatoes because that seems like a big bias. But uh, if it was five, if it was a, out of ten, I'd give it a five, maybe five point one, just slightly over five, <laughs> slightly, slightly better than just average. Yeah, that's my score. <laughs> I wanted this movie to be so good.
<laughs> We've been talking about it for so long. <sighs> well, if you guys have seen it, let me know what you thought of it. Uh, go ahead and tweet me at Gabe in the Box. Uh, if you're friends with me on Facebook, go ahead and shoot me a message. Um, and follow me on Instagram if you like. That's about it for this episode. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Since reviews for the film have come out, and I don't know if you've had a chance to have a look at them or, like, your response to those or... No, what are they saying? Well, it's, it's been getting a mixed response, uh, whether that, how, how that makes you guys feel and whether it will even affect the film as such. Well, uh, the, the interesting thing is that... We, we... Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again. Because a vision softly creeping Left its seeds while I was sleeping And the vision that was planted in my brain Still remains within the sound of silence Or at least partly have spoken. Ben? I agree.